48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, think tank backed by the former chief executive, Tung Chi Wah, says the huge Lantown reclamation plan is too small. The Independent Commission of Inquiry looking into the substandard work issues at Hong Hom Station and on the Shout into Central line has begun its hearing. And Taiwan's president pushes for a swift investigation into yesterday's train derailment that killed 18. An advisor at our Hong Kong Foundation says a controversial proposal to reclaim 1,700 hectares off Lantau for housing is too small for future development. The think tank set up by former chief executive Tung Chi Wah had earlier proposed reclaiming 2,200 hectares. Lao Ping Cheng says Hong Kong needs to catch up in terms of its GDP to neighbouring cities. The project has drawn criticism over its size and price tag. Mr Lao says people shouldn't focus on its cost but look at the possible returns. If you look at Hong Kong's future development, Hong Kong is part of the Hong Kong, Macau, Canton Bay Area. And if you look at that Bay Area, last year's GDP is about 15,000 trillion US dollars GDP. And of all these 11 cities, Hong Kong is the smallest uh, economy with only 3.5 GDP growth, whereas other cities have something like 6 to 8% GDP growth. And therefore, we are lacking behind economic growth and social developments in Hong Kong, and we have to catch up. The lawyer for the Independent Commission of Inquiry looking into the shoddy work scandal at the MTR's Hong Kong station has warned those involved in the hearing against leaking evidence to the media. Ian Petticock says material that could only have come from the inquiry has been appearing in newspapers. He made remarks on the first day of the hearing. Damon Pang reports. The lawyer for the commission, senior counsel Ian Petticott, issued a stern warning against any leakage of evidence. Incomplete, one-sided or twisted media reports are virtually certain to be inaccurate and unreliable, he said, adding sensationalism may attract people to newspapers or websites but would be of no benefit to the inquiry which only looks at tested evidence. The lawyer said anybody found to have disclosed evidence to third parties could face contempt of court charges. Mr. Petticott made the remarks in his opening address at the inquiry into the shutting to Central Link's Hong Kong station shoddy work scandal. The commission, set up by the chief executive in July and headed by retired judge Michael Hartman, will look into detailed factual evidence, including when and how allegedly problematic diaphragm walls and connecting concrete slabs on the platform were constructed, whether they differed from the original design, by what scale, who made the changes and why. Among other things, the lawyer for the inquiry, Mr. Petticott, said it will investigate whether reinforcement steel bars inside the walls were cut and whether they were properly connected to couplers. It will inquire into whether safety had been undermined and whether the changes were reported to the government. Civic Party lawmaker Jeremy Tam has expressed concern about traffic congestion on the Tsingma Bridge after the bridge to Zhuhai, Macau opens on Wednesday morning. He says the Jingma Bridge is at 80% of its capacity and can't handle the expected increase in traffic flow. At the moment, it's 80%. And after the Hong Kong, Zhuhai and Macau Bridge operate, that capacity will go to uh, 90%. So they believe there's still uh, some, some rules uh, to increase the traffic. But I simply do not believe so. But speaking on the same radio show, an assistant commissioner in the transport department, Irene Ho, said it was ready for the bridge's opening. She said buses and minibuses would connect the bridge to the airport, Sunny Bay and Tung Chong MTR station. Local news agency Factwire says the cost of importing sand for the third runway will exceed the budget for the project's main reclamation work. Timmy Sung has the details. 
650 hectares of land are being reclaimed at the airport to cater for a third runway and a new terminal. But a news agency, Factwire, said the price of importing marine sand from the mainland is likely to cost between 16.5 billion and 20.6 billion dollars. The contract for the main reclamation work, however, is only 15.3 billion dollars. According to sand mining companies in Guangxi Province, it spoke to the market price for marine sand had increased significantly due to government crackdowns on illegal sand extraction. Factwire quoted the airport authority as responding that the contractor is responsible for sourcing adequate sand, but its spokesman did not say what the authority would do if the cost of importing sand went over budget. He only said it would require the main contractor for reclamation to finish the job within budget. Factwire also further estimated the cost of buying enough filling material for the government's controversial plan to build a 1,700 hectare artificial island east of Lantau would cost up to 60 billion dollars, excluding inflation. Taiwan's leader Tsai Ing-wen has described the derailment of a passenger train as a major tragedy after it left 18 people dead. She's calling for a swift investigation. About 180 others were injured after the express train came off its tracks and overturned near Yilin City. Cindy Su is RTHK's Taipei correspondent. The death toll is still 18, and the number of injured have risen to 187. So that brings to 205 people who were directly affected by this accident. Now, the rescuers, including firefighters from Yilan County, where this happened, and as well as other neighboring cities and counties, have been working through the night to find any survivors inside a train wreck. At 3 a.m. this morning, they've actually cleared the whole scene. Lifted all the trains away and confirmed that those 266 people have been brought out. Some 30 mothers and wives who are new immigrants or holding two-way permits to visit their Hong Kong families have met with officials to ask for more learning opportunities. The meeting with the Employees Retraining Board was organised by the Society for Community Organisation. Soka's Si Lai San says she found the discussion positive, as the board is looking into holding more part-time courses and seminars. For these women, they want to join the labor force. They want to support their living, their family. They don't want to consider as a burden for Hong Kong society. So they want to have the skills. They want to know what kind of skills they need to equip, and then so they can join the labor market. The Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, has delivered a national apology to victims of institutional child sexual abuse. Speaking in Parliament in Canberra, Mr. Morrison said the crimes happened in settings including schools, churches, and charities, as well as in family homes. So the nation had failed to listen, to, to believe, and to provide justice. We honour every survivor in this country. We love you, we hear you, and we honour you. No matter if you are here at this meeting place or elsewhere, this apology is to you and for you. Your presence and participation makes tangible our work today, and it gives strength to others who are yet to share what has happened in their world. The apology was one recommendation of a royal commission that investigated decades of abuse. President Trump says full efforts are being made to stop what he called the onslaught of illegal aliens in connection with the 2,000 Honduran migrants marching towards the United States. Yesterday, they walked for seven hours before arriving in the Mexican city of Tapachula. They were being monitored by Mexican police helicopters and about 150 officers, but there were no attempts to stop them. These people explained why they were fleeing their country.
We need support from Mexico. We need it because we can no longer live in our country. We are not leaving for political reasons. If people are migrating en masse, that is because there is hunger. This is not about politics. It's about children, family and about one's life. Above all else, there is hunger. Saudi Arabia's foreign minister has insisted his country's de facto ruler, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, had no prior knowledge of the operation that resulted in the death of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Adele al-Jubir said those responsible for the killing in the Saudi continent in Istanbul would be held to account. He told the Fox News Network he didn't know the location of the body of Jamal Khashoggi. There obviously was a tremendous mistake made and what compounded the mistake was the attempt to try to cover up. That is unacceptable in any government. These things unfortunately happen. We have been very clear that we will leave no stone unturned. The relationship is a hugely important strategic relationship for both countries. I believe that uh, when the investigation is over and the facts are revealed and people know who was responsible and see those individuals being punished and see procedures put in place to prevent this from happening, that the relationship will weather this. U.S. General has publicly called on London to take back the small group of British nationals being held in Syria who are accused of having fought for the Islamic State group. Major General Patrick Robertson said the fighters should be repatriated to stand trial, even if they have been stripped of their British citizenship. This is BBC's Jonathan Beale. Major General Patrick Robeson is the first senior U.S. military commander to publicly call on Britain to take back an unspecified but small number of U.K. nationals who are accused of fighting for IS and who are now being held captive in Syria. Among them are two Londoners alleged to have been part of an IS cell known as the Beatles and linked to the execution of Western hostages. There have been reports that Britain wants them to be extradited and tried in the U.S., Joachim Rundberg, the Norwegian resistance hero who led a daring mission that halted Nazi Germany's nuclear weapons ambitions in the Second World War, has died at the age of 99. The raid was later turned into a Hollywood film. The heroes of Telemark. It's the BBC's Ben Ando. In 1943, the Allies in Nazi Germany were in a race to develop the atom bomb, each knowing success could win the war. The Germans needed so-called heavy water made only at a heavily guarded plant in the Telemark region of Norway. Joachim Ruenberg and five other fighters parachuted onto a plateau and skied many miles across country before using a railway line to get into the plant and set their explosives. The operation was later described as the most successful act of sabotage of the war. Finance and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,180. That's 621 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $62 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 112.58 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 15 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 25 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheung. It was a wild weekend for Sarah Lee at the Track Cycling World Cup in Paris. A day after winning gold in the women's sprint, the Hong Kong rider avoided a crash to claim bronze in the women's Kirin. During the Kirin final, world champion Nikki de Grandel crashed when she tried to make a move on Sarah. The Belgian rider hit the floor hard and was lucky to escape serious injury. Sarah kept her focus to finish third and reach the podium for a second day in a row. Paris was the first of six World Cup events on the calendar. Hong Kong will host the last one in late January. Results in the World Cup count towards qualifying for the 2020 Olympic Games. 
Next to motorsports, Spain's Marc Marquez has clinched his fifth MotoGP title. Victory in the Japanese Grand Prix gave him a third title in a row. Marquez dislocated his shoulder during the celebrations, but he didn't let anything spoil his day. I feel really, really, really good, really good because,、uh, you know, I was a champion that、uh, after Aragon, I already feel, I already imagine that、uh, maybe will be the year. But,、uh, you know,、uh, the good thing or the difference is when you have the first chance and you did. The battle for the Formula One driver's title is still on after Kimi Raikkonen took victory at the U.S. Grand Prix. The championship leader Lewis Hamilton could finish only third in Texas, while his closest challenger Sebastian Vettel came fourth. Hamilton will have to wait until next weekend to try and wrap up that title in Mexico. We'll go back to the drawing boards. We'll have a big, long discussion after this for sure. Whilst there's no fingers pointed at anyone, we, we take the blame fully together and、um, we'll, we'll try and do a better job in the next race. The Los Angeles Rams are still perfect after week seven of the NFL season. Todd Gurley ran for three touchdowns as the Rams beat the San Francisco 49ers 39 10 to improve to 7 0, <laughs> the first time they held this record since 1985. The Rams' defense forced four turnovers, leading to 24 points. Elsewhere, Drew Brees recorded his 500th career touchdown pass while leading the New Orleans Saints to a 24 23 win over the Baltimore Ravens. The Saints improved to 5-1. Tampa Bay's Chandler Catanzaro made the longest overtime field goal in NFL history. His 59 yarder gave the Buccaneers a 26 23 win over the Cleveland Browns. And in basketball, the Golden State Warriors suffered their first defeat of the season at the hands of the Denver Nuggets. Gary Harris lit up the Warriors with 11 third quarter points to finish with 28. Down by 10 in the last quarter, the Warriors' comeback fell short and the NBA champions lost 198. Steph Curry had a game high 30 points in defeat. The Nuggets have won three straight to start the season. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Think Tank, backed by the former chief executive Tung Chi Wa, says the huge Lantau reclamation plan is too small. The Independent Commission of Inquiry, looking into the substandard work at Hung Hom Station on the Shah Tin to Central Line, begins its hearing. And Taiwan's president pushes for a swift investigation into yesterday's train derailment that killed 18. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3.